certain laws that are set in order from the beginning of time. Law of gravity. You know, as we live here on earth, we cannot live outside of it. It holds us to this earth. It's a law. The law of life and death. We can't go beyond it. If any of us dies, we don't come back. We abide by that law. And there's another law that we're going to reflect on this morning. It's the law of seed time and harvest. It is harvest time. It's about that time of year where farmers are bringing in crops. There are different times for different crops, but this is traditionally harvest time. And it's important for us to to think about, I believe, what Scripture has to say, the wisdom of the law of seed time and harvest. And the reason I want to pay attention to it is what God explains about how nature teaches us about Him. Psalm 19 verse 1, David wrote, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Day by day they pour forth speech. Night after night they display knowledge. What David's saying is that there is a wisdom to the seasons, a wisdom to how the world works, how it was created and set in order. And I think the laws of seed time and harvest are some that we have grown as Floridians, Americans in 2014 who live in the city, that we have grown more unfamiliar with. Fewer and fewer of us grow up on farms. I mean, I'm a city boy. Most of the rest of us are city folks. We don't think in terms of the spring for planting, the autumn for harvesting. We don't think in terms of the rhythm of the seasons as folks who live on farms do. So this morning I want us to explore about the laws of seed time and harvest, the laws of sowing and reaping, the laws of giving and getting. And if you have your Bible and you want to follow along, go ahead and turn to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians 6, I think it's, I think it's an important key to, to life. The, in fact, the very foundation of the world. That's based on the laws of seed time and harvest. Galatians 6, starting in verse 7, Paul writes this. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. This passage is really kind of dripping with the wisdom of the laws of seed time and harvest. And, you know, the principle we probably all understand is that a man and a woman reaps what he or she sows. We understand that. 
But I want us to break down this principle into even other principles that it's important for us to understand and believe and live by. Number one, we reap sometimes what others before us have sown. Sometimes we reap what we haven't sown. We reap from the good of others. I think starting with our parents, as we grow up, we have all received good for which we do not labor. Right? If you had a mother and a father that cared for you, you received good from them that you didn't earn, that you didn't merit but that they gave to you in love. Days and nights of hard work rooted in love. I think just in terms of this principle, I think about the freedom that we enjoy in this country, the blessings that we enjoy as being citizens of the United States of America. I think, boy, how little did I earn the freedom that we have in this country. All of the wars that have been fought, all of the battles in those wars that have been waged, all the blood that was spilled so that we could enjoy the blessings that we have in this country. That's certainly an example where we have reaped where others before us have sown. And certainly, of course, we can't overlook salvation. The grace we receive from God. Reaping from what God has sown for us. And we often describe grace and define grace as unmerited favor. That is, favor from God that we didn't earn. We reap a good thing from God that we did not sow or earn or deserve. And the flip side of the coin is also true. We can also reap bad things from others. That we did not sow. Adam sinned. In the garden of Eden. As a result of his sin. Sin was introduced to the world. And we have all. Experienced the effects. And the consequences. Of the fall. And are under a curse. Simply because. Adam chose to sin. And we didn't sow that. But when we were born into this world, we reaped that reality. So sometimes we can reap bad that we don't deserve. And by the way, it's important for us to reflect. Others can reap bad from what we sow. That's bad. And so uh, it's important for us to think about that and reflect on that. We, so we can see elements of our lives where we reap, where we ourselves individually did not sow. We reap a curse as a consequence of Adam sowing sin. We've reaped blessings as a consequence of others sowing for us blessings. Our parents, uh, those who gave their lives for, for our freedom, we need to recognize that. We're standing on the shoulders of others. And it's important for us to be grateful for that. And to recognize that. That in big and small ways, we reap some of our greatest blessings. Not just from our hard work. Not just from what we earned and sowed. But from what others who have sowed before us. So that's important to know. Number two, we reap the same kind that we sow. 
And one of my favorite ways to explain this is this little poem I came across one time. If turnip seed grow turnips. I want to read it. If turnip seeds grow turnips and greens grow spinach greens. If carrot seeds grow carrots and lettuce seeds grow lettuce. If, and bean seeds bring up beans and Brussels seeds grow up sprouts. If pea seeds always bring up peas, then what goes in must come out. So kind words bring up kindness, and bad words will grow sadness. Forgiving words will grow forgiveness. Glad words will grow gladness. So watch the little seeds you plant in all you say and do. For what you sow is what you reap. Be proud. Of what you grew. Every single organism on the planet. Every single life. Was created with the ability. To reproduce. After its own kind. Right? There are variations of animals. There are many different kinds and shapes and types. Different kinds of cows. Different kinds of horses. There are birds. Sea creatures. Land creatures. But each one reproduces after its own kind because it has to. Not because it chooses to, but because it has to. It abides by this law. The law of seed time and harvest does not differentiate between species. If it is alive, it must follow this law. So the question for us this morning is, what are you producing? And I think the answer to that question is, To look in the mirror. Are you irritable? Your kids are probably going to be irritable. Are you unkind? Well, if that's what you're sowing, that is probably what you're going to reap in your life. Unkindness in return. When you examine your life and your behavior and your temperament, and your attitude, and what you do around others, what you sow, then you'll see that you reap the same kind of what you sow. If you sow turnips, you reap turnips. If you sow carrot seeds, you reap carrots. If you sow apathy toward your church family, disinterest in matters of faith, carelessness toward your relationship with God, then I'm here to be honest with you this morning. I wouldn't expect to sow, to reap the kind of blessings in life that you would generally want to hope for if that's what you're sowing. But if instead of apathy toward your church family, you sow love and concern, then people will love you more and be concerned about you more. If instead of disinterest toward matters of faith, you become more interested and tune in better, then you'll probably begin to reap more of the blessings of faithfulness. If instead of carelessness in your relationship with God, you begin to care, well then I I think you'd sense a great deal more care from God in your own life. This law of seed time and harvest is immutable, unchangeable. We reap the same kind that we sow. So what kind of person are you? 
whatever kind you are, and frankly, whatever kind you decide to be, that's what you'll reap. Third, we tend to reap in a different season than we have sown. Pretty famous passage of scripture is Ecclesiastes 3. Solomon wrote it. It reads like this. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. Time to mourn and a time to dance. Time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent. And a time to speak. A time to love. And a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. To everything there is a season. A time. For every purpose under heaven. You know I think maybe one of the most trying. Frustrating parts. uh, Elements of the law of seed time and harvest. Is that it takes time. Which is hard for us. Because we live in a microwave culture. It's 2014. At my house, we've been, uh, we've been without air conditioning for a week. And we finally got it, uh, a new air conditioning system installed on Thursday. And it's fantastic. I love it. But uh, my dad was in town. And we were playing with the new thermostat. And we were noting and kind of joking with ourselves about how when we changed the thermostat to to want to try to trigger the air conditioning to come on, it took at least 60 seconds between pressing the buttons to get the the thermostat to, uh, to be triggered in the right way to the air conditioning actually coming on and beginning to blow cool air. A good solid 60 seconds. And we both noted how we were frustrated with that. Now, if our computers responded that slowly, if our iPads were that slow, we'd junk them. Because we live in a microwave culture. 60 seconds isn't that long, but we're not used to having to sit and stare and wait for 60 seconds. We put milk and oatmeal in a bowl, and three minutes later, we've got warm oatmeal coming out of the microwave, right? We don't have to wait for the water to boil. Three minutes and we're done. We stick the popcorn bag in the microwave. A few minutes later, fresh popcorn. No need for one of those old-fashioned poppers, and those are fun. But, but we, we, we get what we want, and we get it right away. We live in this microwave culture that delivers what we want to our fingertips faster than ever in human history. But the reality is that some of the most important things in life still take time. We may be able to pop popcorn in a microwave, but it still takes the same time to grow that corn on a farm today as it did 200 years ago. The same amount of time. It still takes time for cows to produce that milk. And one of the more difficult realities, I think one of the more frustrating things for us in in the time in which we live, in the place in which we live, that 
as we begin to try to reap blessings in our lives is that they take time to grow and develop. And we're not used to that. We're not accustomed to that. We get frustrated quicker. And the reality is, is that if we do want to change, it takes time to really lock in that change in our lives. And it takes even more time to reap the blessings from sowing those good things in our lives. We reap in a different season than we have sown. So if you're discouraged because you've been sowing and the reaping hasn't started yet, well, I want to encourage you, be patient. Persevere. Keep going. Because you reap in a different season than you sow. Number four, we reap more than we sow. Matthew 13, Jesus says this, Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. But when it is grown, is greater than the herbs, and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. We reap more than we sow. Maybe if we've been sowing a lot lately, so we get frustrated and think, that's not true. I'm putting in more than anybody else. But we really do reap more than we sow. Whatever we put in, we receive more blessings in return. You know that one kernel of corn planted will produce a thousand kernels of corn? And conversely, we could say one bad seed planted will produce thousands of bad seeds to come. We reap more than we sow. Sow a good deed, it'll reap more good deeds. Sow a a bad deed, it'll reap more bad deeds. We'll reap more than we sow. Luke 6.38, Jesus said this, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. There's a context to that verse, though. Jesus was talking about more than just the laws of seed time and harvest. He was talking about an important principle in the very first verse before that. Verse 37. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Are we forgiven more than we forgive? I would say yes. I would say that I have violated God's commandments more than other people have violated Philip's commandments. And God has had to forgive me more than I have had to forgive others. And I would imagine the rest of us could say the same thing. We reap more than we sow. And finally, we reap the full harvest only if we persevere. So Paul encourages us there in Galatians 6, do not give up, we will reap a harvest. If we endure. 
I like what Paul says in some of his other passages. 1 Corinthians 9.24, he writes this. He says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No. I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Or James in James 5 when he says, Therefore, be patient, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until he receives... And for, uh, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts. For the coming of the Lord is at hand. And maybe even put more succinctly in, in, in verse 12 of chapter 1 of his letter. Blessed is the man and woman who perseveres under trial. For when he and she has stood the test... He and she will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the woman that perseveres under trial. We reap that full harvest only if we persevere. If we give up halfway through, we don't reap that harvest. But it's when we persevere. It's when we plow through it's when we endure, we reap the blessings. And so it's important to endure. And it's important to plant in the first place. It's important to sow good seeds. It's important to make good choices. It's important to use the time the resources that God gives us wisely. One of my favorite Proverbs goes like this. It says, it's not from the book of Proverbs, it's just a saying. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a statement. This is the beginning of a new day. God has given me this day to use as I will. I can waste it or I can use it for good. What I do today is very important because I am exchanging a day of my life for it. When tomorrow comes, this day will be gone forever, leaving something in its place that I will have traded for it. I want it to be gain, not loss, good, not evil, success, not failure. In order that I shall not forget the price I paid for it. How are you using your days? What kind of seeds are you sowing? I hope they're good seeds. Because we live according to these laws. And we're bound by them. And we can't change them. So we have to adjust to them. Law of gravity. We can't change it. We abide by it. And it's the same with the laws of seed time and harvest.
How are you using your days? What kind of seeds are you planting? This morning we're going to have an invitation. If you feel the need to respond, you're welcome to come right now while we stand and while we sing. Uh.